If you are a working mother or mother-to-be who would like to strike a balance between caring for your family and succeeding in business, welcome to Mother Industrialist Live Show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting, and life. Kenneth Chu, the show host brings in a different guest every episode to share how to perfectly balance parenting and work. Today, more than ever, you can choose to live life on your own terms, to craft a future for yourself and your family that is emotionally and financially rewarding. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 49 of Mother Industrialist Live Show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting and life. I'm Kenneth Chu, the host and also the author of Mother Industrialist. So this is my book, Mother Industrialist. So in my book itself, I've interviewed 15 mompreneurs that I personally know in the past 10 years and I've uh, interviewed them, featured them and also to share their entrepreneurial stories, um, journey in the book uh, to all the readers who are reading, especially the mothers. And in the book itself, I've shared um, the three P's which I call the passion, purpose and profit. So with these three P's, you are able to kickstart your entrepreneurial journey as a mother, as an individual. So at the same time, to, today is not about me. Today is about this really, really awesome lady that I've connected. Uh, she has um, also recently launched a book um, and uh, she's a fellow author um, that uh, with the same publisher as I. And uh, she's a very inspiring um, mother and, and she, in fact, she was, she was the one that inspired me to really quickly get my, my book launch launched officially. And um, and she get, she's very she's basically a doer. Uh, once she set her mind to do it, um, she she really go all the way out to really get it achieved. And she inspired a lot of us uh, who are the uh, the authors of uh, from our publisher Black Card Books. And she inspired a lot of us because um, she spent like less than a year to get her book everything all prepared and launched and stuff like that. So I'm really really. Uh, honor to have her on the show. She's the author of Amazon bestseller, Disability, Not Disability. So she's a mompreneur. She's also a mother of two beautiful adult children. And uh, so without further ado, let us welcome Winnie. Hi, Winnie. How are you? Hi. Hi, Kenneth. Thanks for the great introduction and thank you for having me. No problem. It's my honor to uh, have you. Let me just... Uh, okay, let's see. <clears throat> okay. So uh, thanks for coming on uh, live and uh, I know that we have some hiccups here and there uh, to get, get us connected but uh, that is why um, I, I, I um, always meet the guests like half an hour beforehand to make sure that the connection and audio are good to go. So uh, before we officially kickstart, uh, there's a tradition uh, in my show that every guest gets to Post the question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest. So, are you ready with the question of the day posted by the previous guest before we officially kickstart with the show? Can you hear me? Yes. Are you ready? Okay. So, the question of the day posted by the previous guest is What is your superpower and tell me why you rock? Okay. So, uh, let me repeat the, the question of the day again What is your superpower? And tell me why you rock this kind of rock. That means how, why, why are you so awesome? <laughs> okay, spend some time to think about it. Uh, while I go onto Facebook Live to see if our audio are good and um, uh, if there's uh, we have anybody coming on live, we will uh, say hello to them and I'll come back to you while you now. So now you can think about it while I go onto Facebook Live and check. Okay. Is that okay. Good? Okay. I see. Okay, I can hear my voice. Nice I can hear you. Okay, I can hear you. Good. Line clear. Okay, so Winnie, are you ready with your answer yes. to the question of the day? Okay, share it with us. Actually, um, every one of us have superpower. Mm. Um, I think, especially the mom, 
not forgetting the dad too. Um, we all have superpower within us. Um, the, 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 bless you. Thank you. <laughs> it is actually what drives you to do what you needed to do. Um, I, I don't believe I have anything out of the ordinary. Mm. It's because there's, this is something that is my passion. It is something that I have to do. And I felt that I, through this book about the journey of my son, mm. I can help so many people. I can inspire and be a ripple of hope because of that. And that really drives me to, to complete this uh, project within such a short period of time. Um, and failure to do so is not an option for me. Mm. So that is your superpower. Yeah, that wow. is my superpower. And why, 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 why do you rock? why are you so awesome <laughs> i don't know uh maybe that's how you guys perceive it and i like that um that gives me a lot of motivation i think that um the key is if we have a purpose in life and i love my life mm. i'm not satisfied with with um where i am right now and that's where it gives me the motivation to be better to learn more and be more wow, wow. you are re really awesome and you rock and now we can officially kick start with the show so we need uh, <laughs> thank you so now we uh now maybe you can do a short introduction of yourself to share with the audience especially for those who are new to you um where are you from uh, what were you doing prior to you writing this book? Uh, what changed uh, your perspective and, and what makes you write this book? So maybe you can share with us what were you uh, doing previously or even currently you are doing um, and uh, to give the audience a, a background of, you, of, of yourself. Um, I was born and raised in Malaysia. I came here about 30 years ago mm. and um, Currently, I'm working. I'm still working. I love my job. Um, I am the senior project coordinator with this awesome company. And I enjoy my work every day. Mm. Believe it or not. I really like what I do. And, but I, because I felt that, um, I mean, there is, a passion in me that I still don't feel enough to stay where I am. Mm. So I constantly going out there to find answers to improve myself, especially when I was told that my son has learning language disability mm. is, is really hard for me. And I felt that if I'm not good enough, how can I help my son? Mm. Because of that, I keep searching for answers. I keep learning. I attend seminars um, to better myself in order to help me help my son. So one of the reasons why I wrote my book is because when I saw my son walking down the stage um, when he received his bachelor's degree, wow. that that really really hit me hard and right in my core that I told myself I have to share his story because I'm sure there are many parents out there who may share my my challenges who may and may not and if they are I hope to use this book to inspire them and for the parents for the students for the teachers for the educators for any dreamers who want to have more and out of their life. I firmly believe that this book will give them the message to inspire them to be better, to, to never give up and to persist and never, never give up. Wow. That, 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 that is also the reason why our topic of the day is to how to discover and bring out the greatness of your child. And this is this is also a, a reason why um, I invited you 
um, to come onto the show to share this part um, of your story because um, it, in fact um, I think you didn't touch on that um, because you, when you share with me that you are your grandma right grandmother I am a grandmother yes yeah. I have two wonderful adult children I have a daughter I have a son my son is the one who has learning disability hmm. um, but I like to call it learning challenge hmm. Yeah. And uh, yes, I have a granddaughter, a wonderful granddaughter who will turn two in November. Wow, wow. Because why, why do I, I bring this up? Because the first time when I met you on Zoom, I, I couldn't believe that you are already a grandma because you look so youthful uh, with your smile, with your beautiful hair. And <laughs> I, I just can't imagine. I thought like you, may, you might not be that, that, that matured. So when, when I say, huh, you're a grandma and you look so really young and how, I'm just curious Thank you. Just on the side, like, like, uh, how do you keep yourself so youthful and like to maintain all that? How do you do that? Maybe there's some tips for the mothers. <laughs> I think age is only a number. Hmm. To me is, I'm, I, I'm not afraid to admit I am 63. I'm turning 63 in November. Wow. But I am always... 36 in my heart <laughs> wow and and, and I, I surround my I, I mean i'm surrounded with people half my age mm. and you know i get along with everybody so mm. i i stay very young i i never thought that you know that i won't let the number mm. determine my 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 actions mm. so that, 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 that does this um like like you connecting with people half your age, it helps a lot, right? To keep the you because the energy and all that stuff. And does, yes. does that happen only recently or it, it is is your is is the way you live your life? Or something switched and you decided to to be more connected with young people, be youthful, the mindset and all that stuff. Is that a switch? No, actually, um I wasn't brought up that way. I was brought, I was raised uh, in the traditional Chinese way where my, I, I was raised in lack and limitation and my belief system was completely different. So when I came to United States, I was blessed with the opportunities everywhere mm. that I can find opportunities to improve myself. Mm. And the more I learned, uh, the more I, the better I became. So my perspective, my belief system, my perspective of life, and in every way possible, I I I'm just transformed. Mm. So at what what age do you know? Uh, what age was your was your son when uh, you guys moved to United States? My son was born here. Oh, was born. Okay. My son was born and raised in United States. Wow. So, so can I say that if because you, you say that for yourself, there's a lot of opportunity for you because you went to United States and you're able to grow as a person. So I'm just like maybe for maybe we have a different scenario. Imagine that your son is born in maybe in Malaysia where you are from and or maybe in any Asian country. Do you find that it will be much difficult? For you to raise your child, because we in within the Asian context, or is it better because you are in America? There's more opportunity. People are more open to that. Do you do you see that there will be a big 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 difference, especially for you, uh, as as a as a mother? Yes, absolutely. In KL, if I were to be in Malaysia, I would probably have a lot of challenge raising my son because they might not have as much of the support system. Hmm. Um, in America, they have, I mean, I am, my son and I are truly blessed to have the special education program here that help him throughout the process from his pre-kindergarten, from the moment he entered the pre-K hmm. right up to high school mm, wow. yeah they are special program tailored for him um to 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 help him 
grow to help him uh, learn to to of course you know that there, there, there's just a lot of support mm. um, with the system itself with the teachers and of course a lot of work from the parents as well so it's a it's a partnership mm. there's no such thing as you send the children to school and let them let the teacher do the work there's no such thing mm. the teacher and the parents have to work hand in hand together they can do what the teacher can do their best at school, but the parents, it's also the parents' responsibility to see that what he learned at school is followed through. Yeah. And, and why, why do I ask this? Because for me, um, I've been, been doing a lot of, I, I've always believed in giving back and been, been doing charity works. And I've been also uh, in contact with um, children with special needs especially helping them, especially even like bringing them out for, for excursion to really have that bonding, having being volunteered for all this stuff. And I realized that um, a lot of them have a lot of challenge because of the support system, especially in Singapore. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I've, I've not heard of one that really have, really being supported all the way to, into high school and even to get, to get a bachelor and all that stuff. Like the whole mm -hmm. support system does not does not bring you to that, and a lot of time even the job opportunity for them is also very limited, locally, and mm -hmm. and 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 I believe that um like the employers in United States they are they might be more understanding that you have a special need, and does that does that help? That means let's say for you, <coughs> your employer will feel that okay you you can. Have a flex more flexible hour. They are more understanding, because in in Asian country, right, we work really really hard. Our bosses require us to work really hard, we regardless whatever reason you have. So even you have a special need, it's hard to juggle over here in Asia context. Is it easier over in United States for you to work at the same time to to uh handle or to to take care of your 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 son? I think it takes a lot of planning mm -hmm. and the, the fact that because I work with this company who offers flex uh, hours, mm -hmm. I think most of the large corporate America company, they are now offering flex hour. So, you know, um, if, if, you, you have, um, if you have to go for to your child's event or whatever you can come in later and then you can work later to, to or you could take your vacation days mm -hmm. and there's no reason why they will stop you from doing what you need to do because family is very important mm -hmm. to them the value value to in, in your the life. value yeah. mm -hmm. but over here I yeah i i actually am in the best of both worlds uh, when i'm here mm -hmm. because i can marry the the background the culture of malaysian mm. and and then i married that of the wonderful culture of america so i have my my child my mm. kevin has my son my son's name is kevin mm. and he has the best of both culture mm. in his education yep. both from home and from the the school yeah, yeah. It's, it's like integration and and i would say that um like you, you mentioned best of both world, which is we created which created a, a very good environment for them uh, mm -hmm. especially, uh children with special needs and also for them to um, to discover and to bring out the greatness uh of them like your your son and graduated and also um you very much at ease but i also realize i also understand that like because you are you are living in united states but how about in Asia, what 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 do you see? Because I know that you you travel to Asia pretty often, because you're of your hometown, and recently you have been doing some um, how should you put it uh like your book book launch. So mm -hmm. so what is what is your take? Because uh, today our topic is how to discover and bring out the greatness of your child. So what are your tips for for mothers who have uh, children of special needs? especially in the Asia context, what do you recommend to them or what would you uh, advise them? When I was, in fact, one of the key reasons for I have to go back to 
the purpose of my book again. Mm. Um, you know, um, I mentioned it that I wanted to inspire and be a ripple of hope to mm. parents, students, educators, and dreamers who may be experiencing experiencing some struggles and they want more out of life to never, never give up. Mm. Uh, life is full of challenges whether you have special needs or not. Mm. Yep, I agree. But, but this is the thing. For me is because I didn't have the experience mm. raising a child with special needs. Mm. I was going through a lot of struggles. And I wish we had a lot of uh, information back then to be able to support, but I don't even know how and where to get the help. Mm. So having said that, what do I do with my experience? So there was a, uh, all those Huxley put it very clearly, which I love. I, I take it at heart and it says, experience is not what happens to you. It is what you do with what happens to you. And that is why whatever happened to me, I was hoping that I can shed some light to others. I let my pain be my greatest purpose in my life. So, so that's why I wrote this book. And with this book, I wanted to create awareness. Um, I wanted to also bring a message to the education sector mm. um, that, you know, we need help here. Yep. And the fact that there are more and more of these kind of cases coming up, mm. how can we help these children? Um, that's why my, my, I, I, I am very, very passionate about promoting this book. Mm. I send my books to... To, uh, in fact, we were asked to, to share this book. I share a lot of my books with teachers. I share, I send the books to learning, this, uh, learning, learning disability organization, mm -hmm. association. I send books to all these people, mm -hmm. these organizations. I'm hoping to, to remind them that, you know, let's do more for these children let's do let's come up with more mm. program that could help the parent and the children yep. and then I, I, I guess so for Malaysia so go back to your question to Malaysia mm. I am not there uh, often enough to know about this real situation over there mm. but before I went back I researched uh, this sector, I also found out that there are more and more support system from for these learning disabled children. Yep. There are a lot of facilities. So I actually went to Malacca. Mm -hmm. I shared, uh, I spent a day with them. I shared, I explained about the story of my son and I shared so there were many parents who came in. They were they have children with uh, learning disability. They have autistic children. They were all there, and you can see how desperate they are to to look for help. Mm -hmm. When I share some of the story, some of them were in tears because you know they felt that they are struggling. They are exhausted. Mm -hmm. um, they felt burnout. So how 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 do you continue to do this for don't know how many more years to come? Right. So 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 when I was there, I felt them. I was in the same shoe as them before. But you know what? They find comfort when I share the story. Yeah. They are not alone. Mm. And I you know, a lot of them blame themselves. I said, look. The child, your children, my child did not choose to have learning disabled yeah. or to have autism. It is not your fault. It is not the child's fault. It is not the parent's fault. It is nobody's fault. Mm -hmm. It happened. Yep. So let's embrace what we have and, and, and do the best that we can as parents. Mm -hmm. I would like to share two stories that, uh, that I, um, that that I learned from when I was there, um, mm. it really touched my heart. Um, when I was signing the book, the parents came up. The common, common question asked by the, these parents are, 
how do you uncover the pa- the passion of our children? Mm. There, there are so many. We can figure out, and we are still trying to figure it out. There are two specifically that stood out that I like to share here with you guys. One parent knew exactly what her son loves. That is cooking. He said he is extremely good at cooking, and this kid is very healthy, very good looking, and he is autistic. Mm-hmm. He didn't like social life, and he didn't like to talk much either. Mm-hmm. But he is happiest when he's in the kitchen, and he is very good at it. But the mom says, you know, I but I want him to come out of his shell to be more sociable, and I would rather him doing that than than cutting his hands in the kitchen. So, he she knew exactly what her son's passion is, mm. but he wanted him to do something different. And now, yeah. this is so Asian mentality. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the olden days Asian yeah. mentality. We she wouldn't allow the son to do what he wants. Right. So I told the mom, I said, let him be him. Yep. He loves to cook. Give him every opportunity to cook. Mm. Take him to cooking classes. Be there with him and learn together. Yeah. Allow him to, to have the freedom to mess up. Mm. Let his creativity go to work, creativity go to work, and he cook a good dish. Yep. Then we invite his friends over, sit down and enjoy the food. Mm. While you are eating, when everybody is happy and enjoying the food, you show the appreciation. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You uplift his confidence. All right. He's happy and he will do more and he will do better. Yeah. And during this time, he will expand his social life because, mm-hmm. he start, he, because he's so happy, he will start talking more and he will social more. So that is one story about how we were so focused on what we want as a parent than what the children want. Yeah, you're right. So there's another, another autistic, autistic kid whose passion is drawing. Mm. He, he's very sociable, this kid. Mm. He's a happy kid. He smiles at everybody. Mm. He shakes hands with everybody. <laughs> but his talent mm. is so, he's so talented in drawing mm. he draw an eagle that wow. one of the students showed me that he's wearing on his uh, uh, t-shirt on the t-shirt mm. he said look this is what he drew he drew an eagle spreading his wings in the sky wow. it was printed on the t-shirt the details of the feather i wish i had taken a picture the mm-hmm. details of the feather the eyes the claws of the eagle it totally reflect his focus his talent and how he perceives a flying eagle in his mind. Mm. So he that's his passion. So focus on on making him better and allowing him the opportunity to 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 do Mm. best with his talent. You know what he can do? You want him to be great, to bring the greatest greatness of your child, help him be great. And be better, and then what he whatever he did, he can use his art and yeah, as a fundraising opportunity, right. yep. and that is greatness. Right. Because when you give, I always say when you give, you receive. Mm. Because there's the psychology, and in fact, there's a psychology that 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 says that. Um, let 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 me let me refer to my notes that I really wanted to read this correctly. No problem, no problem. It says that psychology shows that when we give, our brain's pleasure circuits become activated. Mm. That's why whenever we give, we feel joy yeah, feel and we good. feel happy. Yep. All right. And, and just now, you, you touched on something that which I want to, I want to share and which is very important. Like you, you mentioned that a lot of Asian parents they want their kid to be certain, certain, certain thing, and they imply whatever that they think that is good 
that they think that the society can accept they think that how other people look at them and they impose that onto their child for example you mentioned that um one one the the um the, the autistic child who is very passionate about cooking to socialize but the problem is the kid only feel comfortable in his zone which is cooking mm. like like the suggestion that you made that means uh he do he whip up a very good meal invite friends and when the friends like what he's cooking like uh the because people most people love foods so when you have food you get people together and people appreciate and he was be able to see the smile in them if, if his cooking is good if he's really talented and he will have that encouragement and who knows that that he may be able to be the next celebrity chef you never you never know because he's so exactly he's putting his heart and soul and because he's autistic his focus is there his focus in making the food taste good look good whatever so that like what you mentioned to bring out the greatness in them which a lot of parents sad to say uh, we are brought up in a very selfish environment that we only want to do things for ourselves that means for parents and we only do things of how other people look at us that means whether and um, like because for them the 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 confidence of of a parent had dropped from because they having a special need child which the environment because they are so concerned about how people look at them how people look at their child and how because for us in asia it always labor like if you have an autistic child or you have a special need child we are always labeled as a not good parent or bad parent or a, mm. a, a not good enough parent so we are always labeled so which is which is i personally i feel uh, is very wrong why do i say that because for me my daughter when she was one and a half years old she was uh she was diagnosed uh, or suspected of slack autism and because for for me i was i was so blessed that i was working for a parenting magazine that i knew things like early childhood intervention that i sent my daughter to and through the therapy through the treatment back then my daughter can't re- even uh, learn properly can't even read properly can't even speak properly but now after all the therapy and also we sent her for enrichment center which uh, locally we have this uh, enrichment center called my champ that they also say to bring out the the best in the child to bring out the greatness because they they are programmed to not put like if let's say you are primary five if you're if after they diagnose uh, after they assess you they feel that your learning ability is like primary three they will just put you in that level to be the same level rather than forcing you at you are still with the primary five where your learning ability are not there yet so they will nurture you bring out the greatness in you in that level let's say level three once you you are, you are there fully 100 percent, then they will move you up so they will not no will not put place you in the environment that you are very different from the rest so and and you mentioned that i which i picked up is to nurture our child in the best environment for them not the best environment we think that we want that's why for for my daughter we put her in the environment that can nurture her and like you mentioned uh, the second autistic child that she uh, uh, that the child loved drawing can draw the details of it like for my daughter she loved to draw she's in her space in her creative space so we bring her to to uh, art art class and uh, maybe trial to really see whether she can get it and even like in music she's also good at it so we just send her so it's to to recognize and to discover i understand that to discover is not easy like you mentioned that most parents want their children to be lawyers doctors and stuff like that but they will always deem musician artists as something that that is not of a career not of a proper job which is which is what most asian parents would have and what is your take on on that um like for all these challenges that parents with special need children are facing like people looking at them how what is your advice for them um when i was in kuala lumpur i was having a press release interview mm. and i discussed with um the the reporter and we both have the same view we felt that 
we need to make this create the awareness yeah. that the general public should be educated to understand this kid mm. not in a way that they have to be able to, to to do anything but at least to show some kindness to these children mm. or this family yeah. you know they shouldn't look at them like a monster you know mm. they shouldn't i mean they should show some empathy and understanding what if this kid is yours mm. how would you treat others you know um i know that there are a lot of parents because of the kids situation they are cut off from the social environment mm. i mean this is in asia that i know of in malaysia that i come across mm. um i can speak for many others but in general mm. um so it is not fair to the children that because of the disability or the challenges mm. that they have to be secluded from the social life. Mm. Inclusion is so important for them, for their growth, for their social life as well. Mm. So sometimes, I, I mean, to me, I strongly feel that the general public should be educated with at least some, uh, should be educated that, you know, these are some of the things that you may see the reaction beyond their control mm. so so let's not give the parents or the child a hard time mm. you know show some compassion and understanding and at least say something like it's okay not a problem mm. you know rather than saying something uh, uh, nasty to the to the parents or the kid mm. uh i i i knew i have seen this and you know I, I don't know what to say, yeah. but seriously, I, I just feel that public public awareness is so important to support uh, as part of this inclusion. Hmm. And, and you, you talk about the public awareness and I, I do not know uh, because I've, um, because of my daughter, I've been doing and researching back then and I'm, I'm surprised that uh, like our government, we, we have uh, like um, how should we, we have institute that helps all these special needs that means uh, therapies we have government and private and I, I all I can say that even for government the, the queuing the, the, the least to queue the, the, the queuing is at least six months if let's say I, I want to register it at least six months of time before my turn before my it's, it's my time it's my turn for me to, to to send my daughter for for therapy session at least six months for private is three months and to my surprise that majority of them are not locals a lot of them are wow. foreigners expatriates because they because they have that education they have that awareness they they can they can accept they will not label themselves as a bad parent they will want to to solve this problem to help the children to address this before they start to grow up but when I when when I hear from the therapist, they were saying that oh, in fact, most most locals they only send their child, um, for this kind of session at about five years old, six years old, which to them to the therapist is uh, too late. It's very hard because a lot of their learning abilities have been more have been structured, so it's really hard. Like for me, with like a lot of them say oh, you can only be diagnosed, or you can only send for therapy. Uh, or be uh, be so-called diagnosed as maybe autistic or even um, other other illnesses only at the age of five but the problem is all the symptoms are already addressing in the early years which a lot of parents do not know i'm glad that i knew that i sent my daughter for it and they they quickly address that issue before it has been been fixed and a lot of time a lot of the therapists also share with me that a lot of local parents that are not send uh, that send their child at an age that is later that that there's so little things that they can do to help the child is because of one thing living in denial that their child mm -hmm. is in in this situation see because there's always asian thinking oh they will grow out of it uh if they, if they can't walk they will eventually walk the kind of mindset but the problem is 
that was all the grandma story and that was all very old school back then and where there's no medical there's no science that that is enough to really justify but now with all this knowledge with the, all this science that is there to tell you that hey you can do it earlier but you do not and and it's also the public awareness that is not being uh, given out to them like i i do not know what is stopping stopping the the, the government or even the public to really address this issue or to draw this awareness because they, they might feel that if they do that okay i'm a bad country for example like my country have a lot of specialist children I, I do not know what is the reason that is stopping them so for you do you do you have any idea like why since we know the importance of this and we know that statistically uh there are more and more special needs children but why aren't we doing this huge awareness you have any thoughts to that uh i i can answer that mm. i really can answer that because yeah. i have no clue mm. like you can't, you can't understand why right it's like it's so it's so important but why aren't because because I, I frankly because um i don't know hmm. i have no answer to that all right this, i feel that this is something Sorry. for us to no no problem because i i also do not have an answer and i i hope that uh, a lot of parents out there especially with special need or without special need or with the heart to really help out to really think about this and why why aren't we doing this publicly like why are we not doing this awareness not as a huge community or not as a parent is it because that we are too mindful of what other people think of us especially as a huge community yeah so so i i, I do not have an answer but i i guess this is something for a lot of us to think about it especially those who are watching and listening to this podcast to really think about why aren't we doing this awareness largely because like for us we always talk about health and we promote health awareness uh we pro promote like recently the uh, mental wellness day we also promote that but why aren't we promote this so it could be something that maybe well maybe this is where we start yeah <laughs> and, and we can start from you and and that's why I, let's I really start yeah. <laughs> no actually um you know this is a very very complicated uh, complicated question that yep. I can't even imagine how to answer you. Um, the, but there is one thing that I have learned mm. throughout my process of raising my child mm. is that before we can help our children, mm. we have already inherited so many negative uh uh, habits and thoughts and you know that the word paradigm um, that we we is is in is part of us you know it is it is part of us and how do we how do we um, change something when we are still in the past mm. so making it simple is that I think it's very important for parents or for for especially parents who who have special needs i of course this goes to everybody you know that the continued education is so important for us it doesn't matter who you are mm. but i specifically wanted to mention this to children with special needs i mean parents with special needs is because i think we need even more yeah to invest in ourselves to learn. Now, this is the reason why we have our own belief system. We think that this is not going to happen. We we just let it go the way it is, and that is wrong. So, how do we? We have to learn to unlearn our old belief system and habit, and then we have to relearn what serves us. So, so, so in simple term is whatever we believe before, let's drop it. Yeah. Find a way to change the system, find a way to change the habit and then relearn what serves us. Mm. Like, like 
I, uh, you know, I hear a lot of, uh, especially um, the, the, I mean, I was, I mean, I'm an Asian, right? Um, I know, you know, the first thing I would say, I am so busy, I don't even have time to sleep, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Excuses, excuses, excuses. If you want something bad enough, you will make the best out of the time you have. Right. Everybody has 24 hours. Mm. Don't tell me you have no time. Mm. Everybody has 24 hours. Yeah. Well, it is how you make the best out of the time you have. Say, for instance, use your downtime to learn. How do you use your downtime to learn? I spend, even now, every day without fail, a minimum of 30 minutes to hours of learning, listening to audios. Specifically, if I have problem, say, for instance, if I have a problem with finding uh, the, uh, the passion of my child. so. I will spend hours and hours and hours and hours researching how do I do that and and how and going back to using your downtime to learn yes maybe you don't have time to read then listen to to but you have time to listen to news watch the movies songs listen to songs and music and you don't have 30 minutes to improve yourself I don't get it yeah you're right right if you if you want to help your child but you stay where you were 30 years ago mm. when you were single and then you got promoted to mother, motherhood and you know, you learn how to be a mother, yeah. right? So I consider yourself being promoted when you, prom- I mean, if you were to work in the corporate, when you get promoted, you, you need to learn more mm. to improve your skills All right. so that you can live up to your expectation, right? If right. as a mom, you want to be a, a mother, a good mother. You are already a good mother. How to be a great mother? Mm. You know, children with special needs, they, th- these are things that you, you need to understand even better. These kids think differently. And how do we go into their thinking to yeah. be at par with them, to mm. speak the same language with them, to understand them? There's one huge problem that, um, that our society in uh, back in Malaysia, Singapore, is that they do everything for the kids for fear that they may mess up, <laughs> and that you know we we how do we prepare them to be independent? Mm. We have to think of thirty years from now, forty years from now when we pass, mm. and how is the kid going to live independently? Right. You know we are help, we are not helping them by doing everything for, for them. them. We need to help train them to be independent, to live on their own. Mm. So that way, because we are going to cut, it's going to kill them when you, when you pass. All right. You know, who is there to help them? Mm. Right? So using downtime is, there are so many ways you can use downtime to, to, to learn while you're driving, while you're right. cooking, while you're doing your chore around the house. Yeah. Just turn on the, the YouTube there are so many out there that you can learn. Just okay. listen behind, behind as a music. I, when, I, when, when, when I was um, working on my computer at home, I listened to, to YouTube learning, continue to learn. Hmm. Like if you can afford it sometime, enroll in a day's seminar. Yeah. Treat it as a me time, a gift hmm. to yourself because we all feel burnout. So yeah. getting away is rejuvenating ourselves. Mm-hmm. So expand your, and by doing so, you expand your circle, your social circle. You, uh, you have, um, you, 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 you associate yourself with uh, like-minded people. Yeah. You know, you, get, you may be able to call them up and say, hey, uh, you know, um, we, I, I have this, what suggestion do you have to help me mm-hmm. uh, get through this issue? Mm-hmm. You know, and then you say no money, free resources in the internet. Yeah. There's not an excuse. Yeah. And there, there, there was a, a millennial uh, writer yeah. and she, she uh, her name is Juj Schroeder. She's under 30. She writes about millennials following non-traditional paths. Mm. Right. In one of her posts, she shared, 
just type how to find your passion into Google <laughs> and guess how much you will get? You will get 29.9 million? Uh, 29.9 million results in 0 0.9 seconds. All right. So the, in, the resources are there, free resources. Right. So you don't tell me you don't have money. Yep. So if you say you don't have time, so can you cut down somewhere? Mm. Can you use your downtime to improve yourself so you can help your kid? Yeah, like no dramas, no Korean dramas. Exactly. No drama. <laughs> you know, you don't sacrifice something for, for uh, I mean, there, there's no free lunch. You have to mm. sacrifice or you have to invest in yourself. You have to sacrifice some, some, something, give up something in order to get something. Mm. Our children mimic us. If we continue to behave and think the way we are, how can we expect our children to do something that we won't want? Right. We, 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 we don't want them to do. That's, that's what a lot of parents are not. They, are, they, are, they talk the talk, but they're not walking the talk. And yeah. uh, as, as children, children mimic. Like if, if I'm doing Facebook Live, my daughter been doing Facebook Live herself at the same time. So, mm -hmm. so that's why she's always curious of what we are doing. So uh, a lot of parents like... Um, they always ask our our okay. They, most parents will ask their children to say, "Hey, you need to study hard." Then you say, "Papa, you're not no, you're not studying. You're not reading a book. You're not doing this." But why are you why are you asking me to read a book? So so that that is something that that contradicts. So the children will not follow what we say. They only follow what we do. So and and something I like about uh when you talk, when you share that um. That the environment environment is very very important. That means mm -hmm. for you as a as a mother, you need to you need to have that why, and you need to keep on constantly learning, putting yourself on par with your children, because um, and a lot of times if, if you realize right, like although our topic of the of the day is how to discover and bring out the greatness in your child uh, of your child, in fact. After hearing what you have shared, I feel that it's to bring out the greatness in the parent first. Because the parent have to take care of themselves. They have to nourish themselves with all the knowledge. They have to keep on being better, being knowledgeable, being able to be more resourceful. And also you mentioned about the downtime. A lot of, uh, and even when I do my coaching for mothers, who say that I do not have time, I need to do this, do that. I say, are you watching drama? Then they felt guilty and they, they, they kept quiet. So are you going for your uh, favorite dance class? They kept quiet. So are you meeting your friend for tea? They kept quiet. So where does your all your time goes to? So that's where I always tell them to, you need to audit your time. You need to look through what are you spending? Where are your time going to? So even if you are transporting on a bus, you can always read something. You can always hear some, listen to a podcast or listen to an audio, audio book. So you can always do a lot of things. It's how you go and do that. And that needs a lot of guidance. And that's where, uh, like Winnie, you have shared a lot. I believe that you have even more greatness in your book. Uh, and, um, and it is also coming to almost the end of our show. Uh, we have really shared a lot, a lot of value from you. A lot of greatness from you. Uh, I believe that the uh the audience will be able to get uh gain more from reading your book, especially for parents who have special needs. So um maybe you can share with us how um can the audience uh get connected with you, Winnie? Um, you can email me at uh winniechinbook at gmail dot com, mm. or you can go to my website www.disabilitynotdisabilitybook.com For all readers, when you go into my website, you can get a free downloadable book. Wow, that's so awesome. <laughs> I, I, I highly recommend um, listeners today, go download the book. Um, if there's one chapter, I mean, there may be one chapter resonated with you, or there may be more. I am sure anybody will be able to find something in the book. Mm. Thanks a lot, Winnie. Thanks for your uh, generosity to, to really um, 
give give away the the free downloadable copy of your book and also to really to help a lot of um parents who have special needs uh children to be able to to learn more to be able to walk the path down with them uh, and and most most importantly to be happy and uh last but yes absolutely yeah, if they if they love their children, I mean, first of all, they have to learn to love themselves, and to then they can love their children. Okay. And then, if, you know, if you love your children, uh, you know, if you love your children enough, then you you should take do whatever it takes all right. All right. to make it happen. Yeah. Um, I I I always believe in upgrading yourself. Um, it's no longer a luxury; it is a necessity. All right, all right, and it it helps helps us to move on with life because there's there's so many things that is moving so fast that our past like 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 I always shared this um in especially in the past few few episodes that we over respect the past we fear the future that is what a lot of us are stuck that's why we always say oh YOLO live only uh live one live, live your life once yeah live one life so but the problem is we, if we live in the present, how are we going to move on with life, especially as parents? Um, mm -hmm. like, if, like, like you mentioned something that uh, you shared something about um, if a lot of parents, we are doing a lot of things for our children. For, for just with children without disability, they, we, most parents are already doing that. So for parents who have children with disability, um, it's it's very very important for us to 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 create an environment or to help them to be able to better when we are not around, which is very important. It's not just applying to uh, children with disability, also applying to children who are just normal, because uh, that will prevent them from learning, from them from growing, uh, prevent them to be able to survive in the in their future when we are not around. That's why nowadays, if you look at a lot of children, they are very dependent on their, their parents. Without their parents, they cannot do anything. Without their parents there, they, they, can't, they can't meet people, they can't even interview, they can't even uh, transport themselves to the, to the workplace. They need the parents to fetch them and all that, being too dependent. And all this starts from the parents themselves. And, and we enable them. Correct. We disable them instead of enable them and this is something mm -hmm. that i learned from the therapy because like uh, early on i mentioned that my daughter uh, was suspected of slight autism she's not able to express the reason why she can't express because we are doing every single thing for her like she 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 can't she like we always think oh now it's lunch time we feed her with the food now is to drink water time we let her drink the water now is to dress up we, we help her to dress so everything we are doing for her so she has no ability to learn all these things and that's why is we we are the cause of delaying where you look at back then like my parents back then everything we have to do ourselves we learn things very fast we learn how to wear our own clothes wear our own pants we, we learn how to brush our own teeth and all, all that stuff well our parents did not like a oh boy you need to do this we, do, we are not that patient our parents back then were not patient they just leave, leave us uh, in the ocean and for us to learn but eventually we learn but nowadays, parents are not allowing their children, uh, even if in playground, oh, uh, uh, boy, you cannot climb so high. Back then, our parents don't, don't even care. Like, you climb as high, you fall, you learn. But nowadays, parents are so protective about their children. It's because uh, of our past. We over-respect our past because we see that, okay, back then, my parents did not you know, take care of me. Now, I need to take care of my children. But probably, do you realize that this disabled them, especially even your child is a normal child? So this is something that I, I learned and this is my biggest takeaway and I just want to share this part because this is what I learned. That's why uh, the therapists say that you need your children to voice out and say, Papa, I need need to eat. You need them to really voice it out. That's why a lot of children are having all this um, uh, disability is because of what the, par the, the parenting. A lot of things we are not allowing them to do, even allowing them to talk properly, stuff like that. So... Uh, Thanks a lot, uh, Winnie, for sharing so much. And also, um, now, now to wrap up the whole show, uh, as I mentioned in the beginning, there's a culture that every guest gets to post a question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest. So, um, do you have the question of the day ready? That you want to ask the audience? Hmm. It can be anything uh, about, about maybe your book, 
uh, about parenting, about entrepreneurship, or about life? Yes, I do have a question mm. for the audience. Yeah, okay. We always say we want to uh, how to discover and bring out the greatness of your child of, of right. your child, right? Mm. I think that this question I think a better question would be this is what I would give to the audience. Mm. How can we Instead of asking how to discover and bring out the greatness of your child, mm. I would highly encourage for the audience to take a minute to think about this question mm. and constantly ask, how can we as a family mm. turn what our children already enjoy doing Okay, let me rephrase. How can we as a family turn what our children already enjoy doing into skills mm. okay. and to bring the best out of them for the future? Mm. Let me repeat. How can we as a family mm. turn what our children already enjoy doing into skills and bring the best out of them for the future? Think about those two stories that I share about those two kids, mm. autistic children. This is how we should be asking ourselves. Mm. Ask better questions and you will be able to <laughs> have better answers for yourself. That's good, that's good. So I, I will repeat again, uh, call me if I'm wrong, Winnie. The question of the day posted by Winnie, out to the audience and also to the next guest is, <coughs> How can we, as a family, turn what our children enjoy into skills? Already enjoy. Already enjoy. Okay. Already enjoy. Already enjoy doing. Enjoy doing into skills. Into skills. Mm -hmm. And bring out the greatness. Is it? And bring the best. Okay. The best. Out of them. Mm. For the future. Okay, so for the question of the day, uh, it is uh, how can we as a family turn what our children already enjoy doing into skills and bring out the best of them for the future. So I will um, I will put this question of the day posted by Winnie in the comment uh, comment section, uh, where you uh, where the audience uh, and for those who are watching the replay, you can post your answers. Uh, below in the question uh, in the comment section so to share with us with uh, your answer to Winnie's question so uh thanks a lot Winnie and any last advice for the mothers uh who are sitting on a fence thinking whether they should pursue their passion or they should step into entrepreneurship or how they can bring out the greatness in, in their children by being the best of for themselves I think the most important thing I can say enough of this Invest in yourself. Mm. Invest in yourself. It is so important for us to, to upgrade ourselves, to learn and unlearn our old belief system, and to be the better self. Mm. In whatever we do, we, you know, you want to be an, an entrepreneur. Of course, you, know, you, you, you need to learn how to be an entrepreneur. So you need to select your circle of friends who are like-minded to be able to have the support system mm. and to be, I mean, you know, to be a better parent, then learn what your weaknesses are and know yourself. Mm. Know, when you know yourself better, you will be able to find the resources to support you and to help you improve in that area and then you'll be able to help your child even better wow. and you know don't don't i mean i know we are very busy but the with especially those children with uh with learning disability we really have to spend extra time partnering with the teachers to do whatever is given to them. Mm. 
Mm. I have never one time treated my son as learning disabled. Mm. He is a normal child to me. I don't care how other people label him as learning disabled. On paper, he is, but in my mind, in my son's mind, he is learning able. That, that, that is very, very good uh, advice and also a very good wrap up. And thanks a lot, Winnie, for making time to share so much golden nuggets and also to, to inspire a lot of mothers to give them hope that um, there's more things to, to, to what they are, they are experiencing as a mother, especially mothers with special needs. And also to give a lot of mothers who have, um, have beautiful children, who have, um, um, like, they do not have that that much spe uh, special need um, challenges to be able to embrace and also to help those who are in need especially parents who have special need children to really understand to even embrace uh, what they have rather than on the sideline to, to, to say hey how come uh, this this kid is like that and stuff like that stop doing that mm -hmm. because you yourself you are a parent you should be a good role model for your children so absolutely uh, correct and, and thank you very much for having me it's an honor it's my honor too to have you to really share on this and thanks a lot for making time and i will i will thanks for those who are tuning in and also um thanks a lot uh for for the, the support that you guys are coming in i see people that are still coming on live and thanks a lot so um last but not least kenneth here signing off with winnie chin uh, thanks a lot for watching Mother Industrial this live show and I shall see you guys in the next episode. Thank you guys. Thank, Thank you. Bye-bye. See you. Bye-bye.